Uh, you should. What you should do is make the cold open. Mm. All of the times we we do or say <laughs> instrument break or instrument in, instrument break. Right. Um, <laughs> theme song break. Okay. And musical into the end. In credit music. Everything I do is now on record. All the mistakes I make. <laughs> yeah, I just edited it later. Just, just edit it later. Just, I mean, now you're recording, but just edit it later. Edit it later. I don't know what you're doing. Why are you messing with it still? You just gotta sit back down. We're just gonna talk about some things. That was very church lady. That was very Dana Carvey. Yeah, that was good. I'm pretty sure none of that's going to make that into the actual I hope it does. Yeah. Uh, if only we could, we had some sort of control over that. Oh, like <laughs> editing control. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is just live. We're just live. Yeah, too bad, like, all live the crap. Live in the future. Uh, all, the, the, with all the dumb things that we say are just have to be broadcast yeah, to the right. world. Hello, and welcome to Words for Dinner, a podcast that takes your words, nibbles on them, and returns them sloppy wet. I'm Michael. And I'm Max. On today's episode, our very first kind of episode, we discuss the etymology of the word podcast, Stanley Kubrick's film 2001, A Space Odyssey, in Mike's new shirt. Hey Mike, what's on your plate today? Well, I'm thinking appetizer, talking about what it's like to read for seven years, uh, a plastic bottle with uh, used water in it, and uh, any other scraps that I can kind of pick up. What's on your plate today, Max? Glad you asked, Mike. Uh, I'm feeling verklempt in my tummy tums, uh, but other than that, I'm looking forward to uh, talking about some films, uh, maybe just one film or more, uh, and that's going to be a side uh, order of, uh, you know, on the side of the plate there. Maybe with some corn. You know how much I like corn. Uh, so what's been going on with you, man? Well, uh, I'll tell you, uh, it's been a real roller coaster on the world wide webs for me these days. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's this thing that uh, you might have heard of, you people at home. It's called Facebook. You know, otherwise known as the FB, uh, the F book, hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is uh, an important part of modern life. It's a place where you go to learn about your buddies. And your family, and your extended family, and your extended buddies. Of course. And uh, all of them are chattering all at once, kind of like a flock of just big old stinky, selfish birds in a tree, just all trying to peck at each other all at once. You can see where I'm going with this, the tone, right? It's a little frustrated. So, like, <clears throat> I'm, I'm fed up with the F book. Mm. I have been for a long time. Although, you know, it's got pros and cons. I won't go into the pros right now because yeah. I'm still trying to convince myself that I made the right decision. <laughs> so what I did was, what I'm getting at here, yeah. is that I, I, I shut that sucker down. Nice. Shut it down. You know in Ghostbusters, uh, they go to the containment unit, you know, and they put the ghost in there. It's like the light is green, the trap is clean. Yes. And if it's red, you know, I don't know what that means. I guess it didn't work. You got to reboot or something. Anyway. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. The light is red on Facebook for me. We, we just, the light is not green. This shit is shut down. Gotcha. Turned it off. And uh, so far, so good. You know, actually, yeah. the world did not come to an end. 
I'm still breathing. I feel, I feel conscious and aware of my life that's going on around me. Sorry. I have missed a couple things. Yeah. Because uh, people tend to use Facebook to plan, you know, events. Yeah. And stuff. So I do have a question for you about that. Um, because Facebook, for me, the reason I mainly use it is to get information, right? To get news and stuff. So how, uh, how are you digesting that? Are you just kind of like living no digital interactions whatsoever or what? Well, dude, this is actually an interesting uh, topic because mm-hmm. I, in fact, do not get my news from Facebook. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I was talking to my buddy Andrew last night mm-hmm. about this. Um, he uh, also gets his news from Facebook. And uh, this was like sort of interesting to me because my students, I mean, you and I are both. English professors, so we have students, uh, unfortunately, uh, for us and for them. Uh, he was saying that he gets the news from there. I have never gotten my news from Facebook. That is a bizarre idea to me. I don't even know how it worked. He had to explain it to me. Like, he was like, uh, you like The Guardian or, like, New York Times or whatever, yeah. and when you like a thing, that's, like, Facebook speak for, sign me up, bro, send me your news, send me your words well i mean i mainly get stuff through word of mouth right Mm -hmm. so like the whole uh, a lot of stories that are happening in the poetry world or in uh other people's lives who are teaching or whatever those stories kind of get disseminated like articles that people are interested in that they read online they post on facebook and i kind of absorb that i'm not a big like i don't return the favor at all right but i i accept a lot of that where people who i'm friends with I read a lot of what they write and a lot of their news stories and like a lot of whatever they post up on Facebook. And so it was just for me, that would be really weird not having that like yeah. as a part of my life of not having weird random articles like that. Because yeah. that's where I think where I get a lot of my random reading, my non-planned reading. Now, let me ask you a question, though. How do you find out about such pressing news as uh, Snake Eats Bobcat Hole? I see what you're saying. I see your argument here, yeah. which is that a lot of this stuff is useless and pointless. I <laughs> uh, no, I do get a lot of my contemporary news from NPR because I listen to it on you know the car ride, right? But it's still wonderful. I just pulled up before we sat down to record uh, an essay about academic writing uh. from the Atlantic, right, and why it's so difficult. And one of the things that somebody um, Said had posted a quote from it was that academic writing is purposefully difficult because they want to exclude people. I'm really interested in that, so I haven't read it yet. Right, maybe on a future episode. But um, oh, I'm interested in that. So like, someone posted that article, I get to read that, right? Or someone posted that Gorillaz is dropping a new album, which I'm super excited about. So you know, like that kind of stuff. Or I said I was going to talk about it. The Star Wars trailer. Yeah, yeah. So like, like so everybody's posting. Dude, it, so oh my god. Yeah. So, so that's how I get that information. You know, instead of looking it up else, elsewhere, I just go to Facebook and do, do that. Do you so, like yeah. Star Wars? Like, like Facebook? Like no? Or like, how does it? So just friends who post the trailer on their site on their page, right? Said yeah. site. For th- I'm obviously really good with technology. You can tell. Well, for those of you at home, like. Who can't tell? I'm not 95 either. I feel like 95 <laughs> sometimes, uh, but I apparently don't have a full knowledge of how Facebook works. We yeah. briefly considered calling this two technologically <laughs> illiterate guys <laughs> and a podcast, but yeah. decided better. Yeah. Um, well, so how do you feel about the trailer, man? So you saw the trailer yeah. for the first time, thanks to Facebook. Yeah. 
was it somebody I know who posted this trailer? I don't. I don't know. A lot of people posted. A lot of people. Yeah. It's blown up. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's blown up. It's just uh, the seventh installment in one of the greatest franchises to ever be on the big screen. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. The trailer's really cool. Um, what I found really interesting is that, in addition, people were posting uh, weird things about hashtag boycott Star Wars. Have you heard about this? No. This is some crazy fucked up racist shit, man. Let me tell you. So, hashtag boycott Star Wars Episode 7, right, is about boycotting it because there's not enough white people. Oh, it's... Straight up. It's not (laughs) enough white people because there's a woman in the lead and I, I think she might be, like, vaguely... Latina, I don't like. It's not really clear what race she has or doesn't have, right? right? Yeah. And the black guy, yeah, uh, John. Uh, oh my God, Bodega. Or yeah. We need to edit that out because I totally just messed up his name. But like, yeah. he's the other main lead, right? And there, sure. people are just really upset that there's not more white people. Um, and by people, it's like seven people on Twitter. But everyone responded to them oh, okay. and just said me like me like shutting them like, down. Was dumb, yeah. So some people responded with like people who are using hashtag boycott Star Wars doesn't know that the voice of the most popular character was voiced by a black man, right? Like Darth <laughs> Vader, right? So it's like it's it's absurd. But like uh, that stuff, that stuff, I would never that's be. A good point. I would never get that information, I feel, without Facebook because I don't use many other or any other social media like Twitter or Instagram or Ello or MySpace or Hello or Google Plus. Jello. Yeah, all of those things. I don't use any of that stuff. So I only use Facebook. So for me. Booby tube. Yeah, I. (laughs) Wait, sorry. That is the best news. That's the best news. (laughs) So the. that's the only way that I get news usually, right? So for I always want to be the person who closes out his Facebook because I'm just not attached to it. I don't have a working computer at home, right? So like this is awful, right? So I'm not on it ever, but I like still like I feel very attached to it because of the news. I feel like I couldn't do that, but yeah, go ahead. whoever gives me access to the new Star Wars trailer would there would immediately earn like inner sanctum like a squad. Cre- uh, you haven't seen the new trailer? I actually did, but the way I saw oh, it was because it was shown during, I think it was its premiere on TV, it was yeah. during halftime at the football game. Yeah, I think it was the Giants game. Mm, don't know, but it was last weekend. And I was pleasantly surprised, expecting to hear like Howie Long and like all those <laughs> dudes like John Brown... Like being like, oh, look at the look at how he busted through the C gap. Oh, that was really you know, and a bunch of just masculinity hormones pouring out of the television. Instead, um, they were like, hold on, everybody, let's show you something you're probably gonna like. And I was like, my jaw slowly started to open as I realized, oh my god, it was gonna be a full. You know, you remember when the mm-hmm. teaser came out a couple months ago, right? Yeah, it was like the teaser of the trailer. Yeah. And that was cool enough. Yeah. But this is like a full trailer. It was like two minutes. I was just, oh, oh it's awesome. Yeah, awesome. It's cool. yeah. It's really cool. So uh, I saw it on TV. There's nothing more masculine than a Star Wars trailer. Fact. I'm just going to put that out there. Just going to put that out there. It, it, Star Wars trailer, right? Uh, football mm-hmm. comes as it comes below it. Mm-hmm. Uh, eating ice cream on the couch after a breakup. Three top masculine, top masculine things I can think of. Uh, I'm using, just saying. Using a wrench... To um, uh, uh, 
adjust your bouquet of flowers. Yes. It's not the appropriate tool. Don't ask not, me why that's a thing. But it's very masculine. Just a thing. Very masculine. That people do it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Fact. Uh-huh. Fact. But that's great. I'm, I'm happy that you're kind of off Facebook for a little bit. Of yeah, you too. Yeah. It's feeling good? It's, it's real nice, actually. It's like, uh, you know, it's a break. It's a digital break. Good. Yeah. I do have something to share with you. So, infographic on the Facebook. We just found it. Loose tie-in, right? An infographic about uh, how much people read, right? So, it said like 48% of all people who graduate high school never pick up a book again in their life. Uh, 37% of all people with college diplomas, bachelor degrees, don't read another book after college. Like, all these different facts, right? It was like an infographic. It had little lines. It was all weird. There was one thing on there that was super interesting to me. It said, if you read an hour a day for seven years, you can become an international expert in your field. So... I don't know if you know this, right? But for the last five years, I've, been, I've kept like really detailed track of everything I've read, right? So since 2010, I've been keeping track every year cool. what books I read, how many pages they are, weird shit like this. Yeah. And this year, I challenged myself to read an hour a day every day, right? I don't know if I told you. But so I've done that almost all this year. I'm only like 13 hours behind, right, of where I should be. So I'm, you know, right on track, keeping it keeping it real, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I'm interested, since I was doing that, I saw this infographic, hour a day, every day, seven years. I thought, new project, right? This is my new project. Yeah. I'm going to keep track of what I read from this year, right? So I have everything from this year for the next six years after and see how much it is that I've learned or changed, It's right? a bold challenge. Yeah. Because if it's saying that you read an hour a day, every day, you become an international expert. Now, I read too much, like, in too wide a variety to become an expert on anything. Like, I'm not going to read just poetry or just comics or just, you know, like, nonfiction. You become an expert on student essays. Oh, I I think that that has clearly happened. It's probably already occurred. But but I think that's really fascinating, right? So I'm really interested in seeing how much that is. Uh, I'm really obsessed with reading, and it's probably going to come up a few times on the podcast. But I'm obsessed with ideas of what, like, I, what can, like, what you can do with reading, like, how reading kind of feels, stuff like that. And uh, and I'm interested in doing this for seven years. I'm updating periodically if we keep this going. And also the feels, right? Like the reading yeah. is about the words and the eyeballs, but it's also about the feels. That's true. True. So it's been nice, but reading an hour a day has been really interesting. I'm hoping that at the end of the year, I can do something where I kind of reflect on that on here, where I can we can do a little dessert, where it's me for dessert talking about my experience. You know, you know what I would love about that? Yeah, is like just everything. It'd be great. So I'm excited. I'm I'm thinking about it, preparing it already. Yeah, I would like that. And if we could get some like actual Worthers in here, because I really like those hard candies, that'd be great. Yeah, um, I'm not 100 percent sure why you mentioned <laughs> Worthers. It's kind of like dessert for the for the working oh, man. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know they're not paying us to mention oh, them, right? Buzz marketing. <laughs> buzz marketing. Oh man. Okay, <laughs> we'll edit that out. All right. So, uh, so are you ready? Are you ready for the meal? Let's do the meal. All right. Come on, baby, tell me what's the word. So today's meal is a big plate of etymology. 
featuring the word you've all been wondering about since you started listening. And that is... Podcast. The word podcast. That's right. Where the hell does it come from? What does it mean, Max? Well, it's a great question, and the answers are more complicated than you might imagine, but they are awesome. Let's start at the present moment and work our way backwards. So, you know what's really great? I just want to interrupt you really fast, right? (laughs) It's so clear which parts are scripted and which parts aren't. (laughs) It's just absurd, right? Like, very clearly, like, script time, right? Transition, right? We're going to get better at it. I swear we're going to get better. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay, because I'm going to keep putting my foot in my mouth. So, actually, one of the the challenges of writing an outline was sort of like being, hmm, maybe I should put some... Artificial foot and mouth into the foot and mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> Son of a bing bong. All right. All so right podcast. On. Go ahead. Today's meal. That's right. So if we're going to start at the beginning and work our way backward, that brings us to the word podcast. So, uh, you know, we will probably continue using this method throughout uh, future episodes. But our handy dandy uh, dictionary is where we uh, get a lot of this information from. Particularly not just any dictionary, but the... Incredible Hulk of dictionaries, you might say. The you would. Darth Maul of dictionaries. Um, I don't know. The I Vader? Be, uh, it's too I think it'd be the Emperor of dictionaries, let's be honest. Can, is there a, maybe the Yoda? I mean, it's got to be good. This is a source of goodness in the world. Right? I mean, arguably the Emperor was a source for good. Who knew? Mm. Like, we don't know how people underneath the Empire like felt about their work. Very sad. They employed all clones, right? So, like, none of the actual service jobs were taken <laughs> by people within the colonies, right? So, like, they probably had a simpler time back on their home planet. None of them had to be in the military. No draft, right? No draft, right? You only had officers, right? So the officers chose to do that position. I think, honestly, I'm just, I mean, beyond the whole, like, torturing Anakin Skywalker and kind of, like, manipulating him to, sure. like, kill children, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. But, like, the, 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 the Emperor doesn't seem too awful, right? I mean, he destroys one planet, but what's one planet in an infinite universe of planets? Right. I mean, it's all around speck of dust. But yeah, dust in the wind would be a great segue song. Right now. <laughs> dust in the wind. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean, raise a good point. Uh, speaking of the Empire destroying Alderaan. Podcasts, podcasts, right? So, where do they come from? Well, we're going to use the uh, we're going to use the Yoda of dictionaries here. There it's called go. the Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah, it is the oldest and bestest dictionary in the world. Bestest. It is uh, the most extensive, and in fact, it's not just a dictionary. It tells us about uh, the etymology of words and where they come from. Yeah. So, uh, we'll be using that to go forward. But this word, podcast, uh, the noun. It is uh, from the year 2004. If we look back at that, not too long ago, right? We can all remember 2004. There was a uh, CNET article, CNET News. Uh, that's another like dated reference. It's sort of, what were you doing in the year 2004? Uh, CNET News, uh, we got a quote from them saying, a network of bloggers is offering up quote-unquote podcasts or pre-recorded net radio shows they've capitalized net like right like it's like, like a proper <laughs> noun that can be downloaded as a single file to an iPod. Nice. So you'll notice that that is the first reference it's in 2004 in a uh, a uh, tumultuous period in terms of technology, right? And we can see in that first reference to the podcast that word in 2004 it mentions the iPod. It does. Which is not a coincidence. Yeah, and I, I think what's interesting, too, is that just a couple days later, it says uh, that it was used in another way 
which is very important to what we're going to be talking about today, which is uh, Seattle Times used it to talk about KOMOAM and other stations are setting up RSS feeds to podcast their reports, which is interesting because that will be the two kind of avenues that we go after to talk about this word today, which both of them 2004, 10 days apart, right? Um, and who knows what was actually written first. Maybe one was edited more heavily. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. We can only go off of the publication date. So, Seattle or CNET? I don't know. I don't know. It's up. It's up in the air. It's up in the air. Man, I love. You know what? You know what? I, I would imagine. I bet Seattle would love, just love, to take ownership of this one. There's be like, guys. Hey, <laughs> guess who invented the podcast, guys? <laughs> Us. <laughs> Seattle, we invented the podcast, but that know. is that is probably the most hipster thing to claim, right? Like on the level of like hipster things, like Brooklyn and Seattle going to war right. over who like first invented the flannel tucked in shirt, the stupid mustache, the skinny jeans, the stupid mustache, and <laughs> podcasting, okay. right? Which like none of them do, or they do, and they're just all ridiculous. And no one listens to them. But I don't know. This is the other crazy thing. Can you imagine, dude? Thinking of it, think about this, right? Seattle, uh, underdog. You don't see him coming, mm-hmm. but the '90s, you might recall, grunge music invented. Yeah. Seattle, yeah. not ten years later, mm-hmm. they invent podcast. I mean, it's. It, it, I mean, that's wow. yeah. Wow. That's something. They're bringing it. They're that's bringing the A game. <laughs> and then, then below too, we also have uh, later on in that year, right? The last one, two thousand four, um, is from the Boston Globe. So we see it going from you know small kind of news sources. Two much bigger news sources carries not just a daily consumer podcast talk shows about technology. I'm assuming there's a lot more in between there because it seems like it's a like you can actually tell the tone. Actually, this is really interesting. The tone between what you read with CNET News, yeah. a network of bloggers is offering up in quotes podcasts, yeah. right, podcasts. or pre-recorded, where they describe what it is because the readers don't know. Right. To in December of that year, two months later, two months later, right. Carrie is not just a daily consumer of podcast talk shows about technology and politics, but a fledgling podcaster himself. So it turns from, like, an actual thing, right, to, like, a person can be a podcaster, something can be podcasted, right? It's fascinating. Like, right. the word kind of evolves so fast, It right? does. And, well, it, that's, this is the nature of the technological age, folks. <laughs> Imagine me with a stupid mustache, folks. Uh, yeah, so podcast. Is that what that voice was? I don't know. I guess it's like okay, anyway. anyway, so uh, uh, derivatives. Yeah, we were talking that last one you read was uh, the adjective form podcasted, yeah. which is interesting because there's only two references in the OED. Uh, that one from the Boston Globe, and then the one four years later from 2008, and uh, that's about it. And that's because these days it looks like that form of the adjective form has sort of died out. You really? don't hear too many people saying I podcasted, or do you? You hear that? I don't know. Maybe I feel like in le- uh, in like uh, general like use, a maybe. I mean, the podcasts that I listen to. Oh man, I'm trying to think if they actually do say that, like, or if they the say like podcasted talk shows, huh. like a talk show. And if you, I think they just it, refer to it as a podcast, or say we created a podcast. I think right. you're right. The they noun form, maybe. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't listen to enough podcasts to know for sure. Yeah. But who knows? Interesting, right? Yeah. So yeah, like that—that's—that's that's one thing that we looked at. So then we have the podcast. So then the next question this leads us to uh, is, well, what the what the hell? So that doesn't tell us much. Interesting to know. I mean, especially sure. Seattle, right? Who would have guessed? Seattle. 
<laughs> but if we're going to get to the root of this, and you know, we are rigorous etymologists, yes. of course, so we, we are concerned with the question of where where uh, where else can we go with this. Mm-hmm. So if we look at the root of the word, we look at part of the word, the pod part, where does that take us? Maybe that will provide an answer. Sure. So we look at pod in the OED. There's a verb form. Um, you know, there's a there's actually a number of different definitions for this. Are you looking over here? Yeah, I'm looking. Would well, you want to read some of these? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so do you do you got all the pods? So literally, like P O D N P, pay on delivery. P O D Post Office Department. I'm pretty P O D Print on demand. Look at the dates though. Yeah. Oh my God. Pay on delivery. 1859. Yeah. Print on demand, 1987. It's just as old as me. Right, right. A little bit older. Just as young as you. Yeah, just as young. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so pod. Okay, so the oldest one I'm seeing. Yeah. Is actually 1530. I was gonna say a different one, which oh, I'll yeah. say in a second. <laughs> 1530, first use in the way of uh, to prod or poke. <laughs> uh, and so, then. <laughs> A mere, a mere 23 years later, yeah. right, which is basically, yeah. I mean, at that time, that's kind of the transition from October to December now, sure. right? I mean, sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, an elongated seed-bearing fruit formed from a single carpel that splits along the sides upon ripening. Mm. Specifically, is that what SPC means? I guess so. Sure. <laughs> that of plants of the families Brassicaceae. <laughs> Crucifare. <laughs> Boom. Boom! Dropped it like it's hot. Woo! You're Baby, welcome. That was welcome. nice. I You're like that. My, uh, my Latin, and you can tell how often I read the OED, right? That I don't know what SPEC means. And I'm sure in like a few podcasts I'll be super embarrassed that I don't know what it means, but I'm pretty sure it's specific. Yeah, like three episodes from now you're going to be like, obviously spec <laughs> means specifically, yeah. guys. Yeah. Anyway, um, go ahead. Yeah, but like that. So that, that we got quite a survey here of different word uh, definitions for the word pod. Uh, you know, as Mike just pointed out, we got the we got going back to the 1500s here. I think one that was pretty funny was 1827. It was a noun that meant a herd or school of marine animals. Uh, ESP, which especially, we can read. <laughs> especially. <laughs> that one's easy. Come on, we're excellent at reading dictionaries. A small herd or family group of whales or dolphins. Nice. I feel like, well, that's still used today, right? But I don't know why you find that so hilarious. Hey, do you've never know. heard of a pod? I like, guess. It's just a funny, you know, uh, I guess if we spent more time on boats, this wouldn't be so weird. You know, imagine if you will, let me paint a picture. You know, okay. you're on your, uh, your dinghy. Sure. In the in the seas, the high seas. Why uh, you would be in the seas on a dinghy? I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> Maybe you're a castaway. I don't know. You're escaping uh, pirates. Anyway, the the waters are calm. The winds are gentle and breezy. Uh, it's a bright, beautiful day. On the other side of your boat, you see a, a group of uh, dolphins coming by, and you turn to your your fellow castaway, who's probably wearing some sort of torn black and white striped shirt, oh, or perhaps like a silly hat, and uh, probably a. Uh, emaciated from a starvation to mm. well, unfortunately. <laughs> and you turn to him and you say, hey, uh, look at that, uh, 
and you don't know what word to use. No, I think that's pretty obvious. <laughs> it's a pod of dolphins. Dude, I, I don't know about you, man, but I, I just feel like I've seen a lot of documentaries yeah. about whales and dolphins in my life. Planet Earth, right? Yeah, it's a pod. Oh, God, I love Planet Earth. Yeah. I'm sure they do use the word pod in Planet Earth. I, you know, I actually feel like that's part of like the fascination that I feel like a lot of people go through in like high school with knowing what like a flock of something is so flock is pretty common a school of fish right mm. like a murder of ravens or whatever it is right right, right. like that or murder of crows excuse me oh right? is that what they're, they're yeah. calling murder yeah so like those things were oh, like fascinating I was that's, on the AP that's classes. dark that's good for the approaching Halloween you know it's yeah. approaching a murder of crows I'm sure that this will be up like way after Halloween and they'll be like that was two <laughs> weeks ago <laughs> Just be so or like more or they're listening to it way in the future because the beauty of podcasting, we're going to get back to pod for a second, but the beauty of podcasting is that it's whenever, whenever you want. We didn't even read the actual full definitions of it, which is fine. We just talked about, you know, things mm. like that it came from, but yeah. it's an audio file of speech, music, broadcast material, etc., whatever. Yeah, whatever. But still, man, it's well, fine. Anyway, go ahead. Go well, ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. I keep interrupting you. I get excited. No, it's I like, excited I like it. I really do. I actually <laughs> But you know the uh, the gaggle. We got a gaggle of dolphins. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there, folks. And that was funny. Pot of dolphins. Pot of dolphins. <laughs> that's uh, important. There's also the related word from 1897, which is actually quite a bit later after that last one. It's a transitive verb meaning to drive seals huh. into a pod or group for the purpose of clubbing them. <laughs> for the purpose of clubbing them. Oh, that's not funny. That's it's not, not just. Funny. <laughs> that's not funny. Oh, that's ridiculous. So it's like, imagine that same guy on the, vo- on the boat paddling like mad to scare these dolphins and his friend going, Arr, yarr, a van. Oh, no, 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 just seals. Just oh, they're seals, that's right. These are the seals that are meant to be clubbed. To be clubbed. This you is don't club dolphins. Clubbing. You ever seen a dolphin, man? A fucking How did you can't just, just go under the dolphin. water? This is bizarre. In yeah, 1897, there was, this was a, you know. I just, that's hilarious. That's common practice. Like, do you think in 1897 some bros were sitting around their, like, oil lamp or something? They were like, hey, you want to, uh, you guys want to go club some seals? You know, like that kind of thing? That's what clubbing uh, meant in 1897, folks. Dude, it sounds absurd because, all right, so, like, I know that the clubbing of seals comes from the idea of, of people, like, e- using seals and eating seals and actually, like, using them for real reasons, right? But the blubber, sure, right? I don't know if that's necessarily true, but, um, but to just, I mean, like, that's just brilliant. In uh, in 1678, Pod didn't have a definition. It had a blank year. It had a bad year that year. This bad. list is obviously very incomplete. But I love that you circled it as well. That like you circled the one that literally says Pod verb viewful entry 1678. Dot, 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 intro, dot, dot, dot. Now, let me uh, delve into that a little bit, if you will. Actually, it is a... I love that's a bad year for pods. It's actually kind of was. It was a bad year for pods. Uh, But if we flip over to this one, you can see that they're actually... I don't know why it was blank on that list, but we got... uh, It's the second verb form. Yeah. And actually, it is uh, pretty... It's agricultural in nature. So this is where we started... Uh, the interesting thing is the agricultural part of this, uh, of podcasting, mm. just to double back or remind everybody of what we're actually talking about right now. <laughs> it's easy to get lost. We're actually trying to trace the etymology of the word podcast mm. prior to its introduction to the English language in the year 2004. 
trying to figure out where it comes from. And uh, in the year, what year was that? 1678, right? Okay, it was purely agricultural in nature, but my point is this agricultural aspect comes back later. Uh, so it has a intri- uh, one of the definitions is of a plant to bear or form pods, mm. you know, like pea pods. Uh, in the U.S. particularly, it means to swell out like a pod. And then we <laughs> there's a couple weird sort of excerpts from various publications that use that definition. Uh, in 1890, we have from the Columbus Dispatch in Ohio saying, 12 intelligent eyes potted until one could have snared them with grapevines. Uh, read the next one there. I, w- I just want to hear you say that word. Moosehead? Yeah. Moosehead. <laughs> the evil one's eyes potted outward from his skull. Ugh. Gross, right? Yeah, that's kind of that that's one's good. like H.G. Uh, Wells or something, sort of horror writing. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, 1959, and then 1967. Wallace Stegner, our yeah. buddy, the uh, ori- the originator of the uh, Stegner Award, the the uh, the one who for which it is named. Yes. Uh, uh, Wallace Stegner in All Little Live Things, he writes a thin girl in a faded denim skirt that shows no slightest sign of potting under its white pocket. Oh, its white, white pocket. That's uh, that's different. I don't know what that would mean, really. Uh, I'm gonna go with sex pro- time. <laughs> yeah, like pro- like hips. Talking about hips, maybe like potting, like a relationship to like pregnancy and birth, and I'm yeah. assuming it has to do. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's a little much. A little much, right? Potting. So steggy there, getting a little, getting a little uh, risque. Our friend the Stegmeister. So, you know, in other words, I think at this point in our research, we are hitting something of a dead end, mm. right? Uh, maybe uh, we've gone too far back. Too far. Too far back. Too far pot. back. It's possible. We potted, I mean, I don't know. we potted all the way back to the beginning. Listen, listen. 1840, C. Howard, in farming at Ridgemont 141, right? Says beans certainly pod much better when not crowded together. Fact. I mean, like this is just. I mean, this is true, right? Uh, podcasts blossom better when not crowded with too many people. Right. You, you have a little bit like two, three, four people. You know, like discussions get difficult. Over Nobody four, can you know? hear anybody. I can barely hear you, and you're sitting right across. From I know. Me. Sometimes because I talk with my mouth closed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my point, right? Oh, is that you, you say no connection? But you know what? You know what, let's let's go down the path you're thinking, right? You tell me what you're thinking about, and and I'll and I'll tell you you're wrong. Later. Okay, okay, good. So I, that's important. So uh, you know, quality control is really important here. So th- we could go off on other tangents here, but I think that the point we're trying to make is if we go too far back, it's purely agricultural. We get right, you know, the pod agricultural. That's yeah. 1600s, really through the 1800s. It's an agricultural term. So. If we think back then, maybe we went too far back. We go to 2004. Let's fast forward. We're back there. The word's being invented. Hopefully, 2004. What was happening in 2004? I know. Well, this besides the fact that Seattle was butthurt from getting ignored <laughs> after, you know, yeah. uh, I got you. Co- you know, Nirvana disappears. They don't have anything left. All they got is just raininess. Maybe the Sasquatch. I'm not sure. Possibly. Right. Uh, other than that, what could possibly have caused this word to be adopted in such a way, the pod? 
It doesn't seem to be related to agriculture on first glance um, podcast. But if we think about what's going on at that time, technologically, mm. what was happening? 2004? Yeah. Walkmans. Walkmans. Yes. <laughs> Am I right? Wait. No, that was the 90s. That was the 90s. You see, see, I'm telling you, the Seattle during the 90s is dominating this conversation. <laughs> it's it's too good. Sleepless in Seattle? That happens in the 90s? That was a good movie, too. That was a good movie. Nora Ephron happened to Seattle. Nora Ephron's brilliant. Uh, Nirvana ha- happened to Seattle. Genius. Coffee. Coffee happened to Seattle. Ooh, coffee. That's right. Starbucks, Starbucks, right? Oh, my God. Seattle's best. You know, if you leave coffee beans uh, in a moist place for too long, uh, they will pot outward. Huh. Really? They'll start to pod. I believe it. Yeah. Right. Well, Maybe. I'm not an expert on coffee. That actually is a little upsetting because yeah. I believed you. <laughs> I, I like trusted you, and I, I was lied to. Right. I was right. I was misled. Yeah. Well, you know, we all get mispotted from here to there. Yeah. All right. Fine. So anyway, other things that could be going on. We, if we're thinking technologically, 2007 is the iPhone. So this is prior to that. We don't have smartphones happening yet. Um, this is after 9/11. It's. Uh, you know, uh, I think the one thing that probably will come to mind if we think about it, which makes the most sense, would be the iPod. Hmm. You know, which came out, I think, a couple years before 2004, around 2001, actually. The okay. iPod came out. So if we think about that, and then we think about podcasting, that starts to make a lot of sense. Um, interesting. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. So the interesting thing that that, uh, that raises, the question that raises is, well, how did we get from iPod to podcast? Yeah. What is the connection there? Uh, and, you know, if we look back at our original definition of podcasting, we can see it's to make a digital recording of a broadcast available on the Internet for downloading to a computer or personal audio player. And when you said Walkman, I was like, bing, 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 because you know what's funny? When they invented the iPod, I learned this because I did some reading, right? Yeah. I don't know this. <clears throat> but apparently the uh, Apple, who were the inventors of the iPod, and Steve Jobs and all his cohorts, you know, his buddies, his henchmen, if you will, all his little minions, they uh, they were thinking about it as the sort of Walkman for the digital age, right, for mm. the 21st century when they invented that. Huh? So, yeah, really interesting. So, um, if we look at where the name came from, the iPod, uh, if we do a little Googling, we can find it. I looked at a couple um, trade publications that are online. There's one called Macworld, um, and there's a couple other ones. This is the information we come up with, right? Um, if you look at, finally, around that time period, 2001, just before 9-11, the iPod's entering the final stages of its development, the marketing scheme starts getting ramped up, Apple decides to hire, guess who? Adjuncts. No, no. <laughs> no, they, they hire some uh, you know freelance uh, marketing people to come up with a way to pitch it. And uh, they get a few people in, and this is what the article says. I'll read this article. This is very interesting. So... To help with those tasks, Apple brought in outside experts who would assist in crafting the initial iPod marketing campaign. One of those experts, a freelance copywriter named Vinny Chieco, gave the iPod its name. In response to uh, Steve Jobs' digital hub strategy, Chieco began brainstorming about what interfaces with a hub. Chieco imagined a spacecraft as being the ultimate hub, from which a smaller craft, a pod, think shuttle pod in Star Trek, could come and go. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so what I also saw, and the Wikipedia has a slightly different version of this, big surprise, right? 
They say the same thing about Vinny Chieko inventing the name, yeah. Steve Jobs liking the name, but instead of saying uh, that's a Star Trek reference, they say it's 2001 reference. The Stanley Kubrick movie, A Space Odyssey, 2001. That's a reference to the scene where the or the robot HAL 9000 goes, open the pod bay door, or like something like that, right? Uh, <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah, I, uh, it's been a long time for me. Isn't that crazy? That's actually really intense. So, so podcasting is just branded, right, with the iPod, like as as that. It's kind of interesting that it kind of comes from that, but it makes sense because you know, like with the iPod, and once it starts getting wireless, right, we're talking two thousand four, right? Makes sense that it goes to those devices, especially if you think about the Seattle Times article RSS feeds. They'll start getting to phones around that time and all that stuff. And so when you have Apple doing that, it makes sense. But Man, do you have that's really RSS? interesting. Do you have RSS feed? I have no idea what it is. I know it's a thing that exists in the world. Um, I really, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. I think, uh, <laughs> I think that it stands for really sophisticated shit. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it's just something beyond human understanding, really. Yeah. I mean, Alan Turing could understand it. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe Kareem Abdul Jabbar. He's right. fucking brilliant. <laughs> but th- beyond them, I mean, I don't know. LeBron who, James. LeBron you know, James. Geniuses. Could probably. Right. Tom Brady. People like that. Tom Brady. Right. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks. In a movie by Steven Spielberg would uh, understand it. Tom Hanks himself probably not. But in that movie by Steven Spielberg, he'd understand it. But like, beyond that, I just don't. I don't know who understands what the RSS. Is. I don't think anybody does. To be honest with you, I think they're all lying. If you're out there, by the way, if you're a listener who understands what RSS feeds are, um, you can email us and uh, we'll put that up on our website. You can get in touch with us, and uh, you <laughs> or we could just you know Google it, or we could Google it, or you know use any sort of search engine. <laughs> Yahoo search, uh, ask Jeeves, Bing, Bing, right? Uh, mm, uh, doodle nuts. Is that's not a search? That's point. not. A, but yeah, that's actually really interesting. It's really interesting that it comes from that brand. That you know we. Cr- it's like um, like Clint. So I've been I've been sick you know lately, and what always fascinates me is that. You know, I grew up in the Midwest, and I don't know how it is on the East Coast, right? But if you ask for tissues, you always ask for Kleenex. Oh, yeah. Right? And so it's interesting that, like, the brand becomes the thing, right? And same thing with my dad always asks for a Coke, but wants just a cola, right? He wants just, like, cola. He says Coke. But he says Coke, right? And so same thing, like, my, you know, my mom says Diet Coke and wants, you know, that. Um, I say, you know, carbonated beverage, Right, but I mean, it is what it is. The English uh, professor. Yeah, no, uh, no. Come from the Midwest here, the pop and soda thing is just too much. That should be something that we do next. I am so excited. You heard it here first. Inspiration for next week, next podcast: pop versus soda. It's gonna happen. I'm well, so let me excited. throw one one more out there: uh, concrete and cement. Whoa, concrete is a brand name. Interesting. Cement. Is the word I did not know that concrete. That's the same thing. So podcast is sim- similar thing coming from that, right? But I know that you were super excited that it came from two thousand one, The Space Odyssey. Have you ever seen this movie? Actually, no. Oh my god! <laughs> I lied earlier. And Have you that. seen Star Trek? Shuttlepod? Uh, yeah, no, I've seen Star Trek episodes of Star Trek, but I haven't. I don't. 
specifically remember them talking about. Is that an pods. escape pod? What is? What are they know, talking probably. About? But escape pod is also too from that stuff. I'm sure that that's you know that's used often in old Star Trek. Uh, you know, what? I haven't seen a lot of old Star Trek, unfortunately. I've we should have movies. We should have traced that. Obviously, the word pod has pre-existed, uh, pre existed, uh, would predated the iPod. Because they're calling it's a science fiction term. Where the hell did that come from? Well, of course. No idea. Yeah, I feel like, though, the science fiction term comes from this, right? Where From the terms that we talked about. So, like, there's a middle area that we just didn't talk about. You mean about, the agricultural version? Yeah, of course, right? Or like a pot of fish. Yeah, but think about, like, pot. Yeah, pot of fish. That makes a lot of sense, right? Or the pod as being um, the thing that then blooms. Pod you know? people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. The blooming, sure. Yeah, yeah the so I'm just saying, sprout. like, it's, it's just you know, it's just a uh, yeah. That was a little Gross. too much. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So it all probably comes from where. So we don't have to deal with the whole middle, you know. Obviously, our listeners are intelligent enough and resourceful enough, and honestly, Damn handsome <laughs> enough, right, to figure this out. Yeah, or, to or pretty. Out. They could be pretty too. No, they're just handsome. They're just handsome. All right, handsome in like the old, another word we can look up eventually. Because handsome wasn't always gendered. A unisex. So way. interesting. That's right. It wasn't you're, always. You're gendered. absolutely right. I know. Yeah. We're excited. I'm so excited. I got ideas. Ah, oh, soda, pop, handsome. The word girl. I hate that word. I hate the word girl. Yeah, they're all girl. I'm, 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 I'm the girl. <laughs> I Everything <laughs> I do is now on record. All the mistakes I make. <laughs> Yeah, girl, I hate that word. We're going to want to talk about it eventually. But, you know. So, so finish up the conversation on podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to wrap up the meal today. It was a juicy one. Mm-hmm. It was a fresh one. It Man, was. It was citrusy in all the right places. It was. It was a little tangy as well. I would have to, I'd have to say it went real good with, uh, with the water I had. I'm not going to lie. Man. It went well with water. What doesn't go well with water? Hydration. It's like the color black for food. Yeah. <laughs> what? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. Right, it's a fashion to food analogy. You, you get me? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I get it. I understood the words. <laughs> Still understand the words. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, all right. To finish it off, uh, this is what this is what our listeners have been waiting for. They've been thinking, how did I get to this room where I'm listening to these two Doomcoffs? What... Is the what am I done with? What am I doing in my life? Yeah. I, uh, you know, they're experiencing uh, some. They're questioning the big questions yes. of their lives. Uh, but we're here to tell them you haven't wasted the last forty-five and such and such a minutes, however many minutes it's been. Uh, in fact, uh, here it is: the, the the answer to our major question, which is, what the hell is the deal with the word podcast? Where did it come from? Well, it does have agricultural roots uh, because we can see that that podcast is a play off of a word that already existed and had been existing for some time, about 100 years, and that word is broadcast. Podcast. Broadcast. So you have said, I'm pretty sure, broadcast a couple times when you meant to say podcast because you were so excited about getting to this point. So go ahead. Tell us about broadcast, Max. (sighs) I will. Uh, Boy, it is exciting, folks. Uh, My nerd brain is just... Firing right now, but I'll tell you what, broadcast is a verb. The OED tells us it has a couple definitions. Uh, the first one is uh, going to bring back all that agricultural stuff we were talking about, and that is uh, the verb means to scatter, such as seed, 
abroad with the hand. And we see in 1807, the first mention of that by A. Young in the uh, general view of agricultural Essex. I don't know what the hell that is. Sounds like a, a farmer's manual of some kind. Uh, they sow the barley, spraining the first half and broadcasting the second. When you take a look at that word, broadcasting, it's got a hyphen in between broad and cast, which makes sense because it gives it this sensory imagery, right? This sort of broadly throwing the seeds across your your plowed field, letting those sprouty sprouts come up wherever they may, right? That's in 1807. Uh, there's a couple other, other uh, agricultural references throughout the 1800s that we see. The second definition is figurative, and that's where it starts getting interesting for our purposes. It says to scatter or disseminate widely. And the first uh, definition of that is in 1829. A guy named Taylor, in his Natural History Enthusiasm, mm. Uh, states the doctrine of missionary zeal has been broadcast over Christendom. Christendom. So again, with that hyphen in between broad and cast, it seems to refer to the earlier use of it, slightly earlier use of it as an agricultural term, but it's, you might say, making it a figurative term. So it's taking it and using it in other contexts. And that's where it's going to be helpful for us because in the third definition, the third and final definition of broadcast, we see that uh, it says... To disseminate a message, news, a musical, or dramatic performance, or any audible or visible matter from a radio or television transmitting station to the receiving sets of listeners and viewers, said also of a speaker or performer. That's the one that we're interested in. Appears in uh, 1921 in a uh, magazine called Discovery. It says the wireless station, uh, this is like a, like a town that I've never heard of before. Poldu, I don't know where that is. Maybe our listeners can Google that. The, the station at Poldu is used partly for broadcasting press. That's a pri, uh, proper noun, capitalized press. And other messages to ships. That is, sending out messages without receiving replies. So the first instance actually is pretty interesting. It sounds like it's being used in a nautical way. Yeah. Uh, cool. So then, uh, yep. And then 1922, only one year later... Uh, actually about that, the largest and most powerful wireless station that can broadcast to the world. That's a sentence from the Daily Mail, August 8th, uh, 1922. So, yeah, we can see right around the time period of the 20s, which is the Roaring Twenties, yeah. right? We have, uh, we have uh, technology is changing. I believe the phonograph was, like, pumping out, right? Pho phono... The phonograph? Yeah, right? that, yeah. What, the, yeah, mention the phonograph. We haven't mentioned enough obscure things. Enough weird shit. <laughs> yeah, keep going. <laughs> sure, so, you know, technology is changing, broadcasting starts to be used in a term that isn't just for agriculture, it's used for actually media. So that's where it first becomes a media term. That's where the word broadcasting comes from in the media sense, the early 20s. Uh, radio was a new thing then, yeah. right? And what's interesting is that radio was a new thing in the 20s when broadcast came about. But today, podcasting is still in its infancy. It's a pretty new thing. And the mm -hmm. word podcasting came about in response to that technological change. So technology, folks, the driving force in our etymological change. So you're telling me, right, that podcasting, what it literally means, the definition, right, is about casting our pods. And in these pods, right, not sexual pods, though, can we be honest, right, like everything relation, in relationship to this, besides the fact that they take it from, like, the iPod, right, that possible kind of, like, connection with that product, even that is kind of vaguely sexual. But, like, everything is so undercurrent of, like, sex. Yeah, it's like weird. the sort of insemination thing. Yeah. It's sort of, like, weird 
fertility, yeah. growth, like a pod, right? It's ugh. just like a thing that the flower like blooms and bursts out of, ugh. right? And broadcasts the original like casting the seed, right? Mm. Like imagine, like we are casting our seeds of I, ideas I'm getting, just to the widest net possible. We're just taking the listeners' ears and we're just. Mm. Just really showing them uh, things. Things, yeah. yeah. You know, I was that. This was I was Keep important moment because uh, we were trying to like you know not make this an X-rated podcast, yeah. and I I made the adult choice by censoring myself, <laughs> holding so back. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting, you know, that we have this word that comes from that's relatively new, right, in itself, right, mm-hmm. but that comes from these very old agricultural kind of roots. And that's really interesting, and in that it kind of has this idea of you know, kind of blooming or um, or the sexual connotation, which could be a very beautiful thing. Where we think of broadcasting as like telling people ideas, right? Getting these ideas in their head, and where here with a podcast, we're getting useless information into their head, useless conversation, right? Uh, entertainment into their head, if you will, right? So I think it's an interesting thing. It was a good choice for. For a first word. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, podcasting rhymes with broadcasting. It fits in uh, like, uh, <laughs> that way. But we also have the sort of syllables that yeah. are matching up. And the interesting thing that we have already is that technology is moving so fast that it was originally called podcasting in 2004. There's no smartphones. That's how you would get your podcast or whatever that thing is, right? That's yeah. how you get that audio message, that program or whatever, um, into your earbuds. And now... Obviously, iPods are sort of few and far between, although they do have the iPod Touch and yeah. stuff, right? But those are sort of vintage now. They're like things like, oh, wow, you got an iPod, man? That's sort of old school, right? You know, you know, why don't you just put it on your phone? So this is already a somewhat dated term. The pod part of podcasting isn't even in use that much anymore. It's, well, why don't we call it phone casting? You know, what's <laughs> the, that doesn't have the same ring to it. That's what you're saying. Because yeah. doing it over Skype and things like that, are you Skype thinking of? casting. Yeah. yeah. You can cast whatever you want. Or FaceTime, something along those lines. Face casting. Yeah. What, speaking of, like, products, yeah. Like, that's... I can't think of another word besides Skype for that. But anyway. So, that was the meal for today, right? Meal of podcast. Uh, I'd like to invite any of our listeners who found inconsistencies or things that they know... Uh, about the word podcast or pod or broadcast that we didn't touch upon, that we missed or messed up, uh, to send us an email and let us know uh, where it is or leave us a message uh, and let us know. You know, um, Are we going to set up a Twitter account? Is that the, is that oh, the idea? God's Word, to at, us. at words for dinner or something? Yeah. Uh, or we'll probably add something in at some point that like actually gives a real like handle. But... Yeah, so we're, we'll get that set up. But as soon as we have something, please let us know, and we'll make corrections on the next episode after we uh, we get that information from you guys, right? So, uh, so Max, what was your uh, your meal brought to you by today? Uh, well, uh, glad you asked, Mike. Uh, this this message uh, I, on my behalf was brought by uh, the stapler, a device that has been um, uh, freaking you out uh, and also helping you with your office needs since uh, the year 2000 BC. Okay, so uh, something untrue. Also, definitely not scripted. The amount of filler words within that was a little intense. Um, So this episode was also brought to you by Cups. Uh, Take your fill.
so I would like to uh, like to thank Max uh, for joining us today. Thanks, Mike. All right, and we'll uh, see you guys next week. Thank you.